Let's talk perfectionism. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian and nutrition coach. And today I'm going to be talking about a topic that not only affects my athletic clients, but actually affects me. I am a perfectionist. Okay. In some areas of my life, I am, and therefore I understand the dynamics of how this can influence your lifestyle, including things like your nutrition. So let's talk about that today. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. So as an athlete myself, I understand perfectionism, okay? And I understand how it allows us to become more effective and more competitive and better athletes because we want to kind of hone our craft and be the best we can be. Now, while I'm not a high-level athlete, I can understand the dynamics of this, as I mentioned, and I understand how we can take a hold of you in a negative way. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be introducing the idea of perfectionism, seeing is it actually a good thing or a bad thing for us as athletes who are focusing on our nutrition, and at the end, what are some things you can do to manage this? So that's what we're going to cover today. Okay, because when it comes to nutrition, we want to ask ourselves the question, is perfectionism a double-edged sword or is it actually a necessity? Well, let's explore. Okay, so there is a fine line between perfectionism leading to obsession and perfectionism helping us do our best. Similar to like comparison syndrome, there's a fine line between comparing ourselves to others to drive ourselves forward and and keep ourselves on track and motivate us and inspire us, and a fine line between comparison syndrome where we compare ourselves to others and it lets us lead us astray, basically, makes us fall off track and start comparing ourselves in a negative way. Well, perfectionism can work in the same way, okay? The same applies to perfectionism also when it comes to nutrition as well, and that's what I want to talk about today specifically. Because I find that athletes find themselves affected by this most just because of the type of personalities athletes tend to have, you know, the type A personalities, very much, you know, rigid in their ways, wanting to be the best, you know, wanting things to go a certain way. I can understand that. I can appreciate that. Like I said, I come from the same line of thinking. Okay. And you may even say trying to be perfect may lead you to being stressed more. You may find that whenever you're trying to be more perfect, like, for example, with your nutrition, you find yourself stressing more. Well, here's the truth, okay? Here's the blunt truth before we delve into some more details is when it comes to nutrition, you do not need to be perfect, okay? Despite, you know, all the stuff out there telling you, you got to be clean eating, you got to be doing this and that and nah, 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 nah. you don't have to be perfect, okay? That's the truth here, okay? You don't need to be stressing yourself out more than life is already stressing us out, okay? We, we got to adapt to things and focusing too much on the small details versus the bigger picture can lead us astray. Okay, focusing too much on being perfect with one little specific aspect of our nutrition versus looking at the bigger picture of, you know, how consistent are we? Are we actually moving towards our goals? Okay, what are other factors influencing us that we got to consider? You know, considering all this stuff, you got to kind of realize the bigger picture matters, not just the small details. And I'm going to use a bit of an example. Okay, I'm going to obviously change the names and stuff, but let's say I had a client called, let's go Amy. Okay, let's call her Amy in this instance. And what happened was she just wanted every single meticulous detail of her nutrition to be exact, which, okay, that's, that's perfectly fine. I have some athletes who want every single macro and every single calorie and every single detail of their nutrition plan laid out. That's perfectly fine, okay? But then it came out to actually being perfect with her diet. And when life happened, you know, things around her influenced her and she couldn't actually maybe keep up with a certain meal, meal time or specific food, then that would keep making her feel overwhelmed. And sometimes it would lead her to self-sabotage because she felt like, well, what's the point? I'm not doing things exactly how I want them to be. Okay. She was falling off track because of the overwhelm, because perfectionism led her to the belief that she had to be exactly 
right with every single aspect of her nutrition. Otherwise, she wouldn't be getting the goals she's trying to achieve. And that's not true. Sometimes with nutrition, you just got to say that good enough is good enough. Now, I know for some people will be like, well, no, I don't want to be just good enough. Well, I'm just saying some aspects of nutrition in some ways, you just want to have that balance by thinking that sometimes good enough is good enough. Yeah, if, you're, if you're planning to eat X, Y, and Z meal and someone invites you out and you're like, oh, yeah, should, I want to go out. I haven't seen them in ages. And you go out and then you eat a different meal. doesn't matter. It's just one little aspect of your life. Okay, It's good enough still. And that's something that athletes have to remember. That's something I want you to remember listening to this as well. So now you're probably thinking, okay, yes, I'm a perfectionist. Yes, perfectionism has influenced me. Yes, I do find that trying to be perfect with nutrition is a negative thing for me, but I can't help it. Well, I'm going to introduce you to some ways that you can overcome this and start managing this competitive nature so that it doesn't influence your nutrition in a negative way, but you can still stay a competitive athlete. Okay, so I want to introduce you to the three rules. Okay, yeah, rule number one, the 80-20 rule. As long as 80% of your diet at least is from whole foods and 20% up to 20% it can be from you know, treat foods, you're still doing A-OK. Now, obviously, if there's a specific competition coming up and things like that, that's a different story. I'm just talking about generally 80-20 rule is going to serve you well. Okay, 80% of your diet, as long as you're hitting that with from whole foods and good foods and keeping your nutrition 80% good, the 20% is going to be okay. The second rule is the 95% adherence rule. No, I do not expect my athletes to be 100% adherent to their diet, but 95 is a pretty good gold standard to aim for. 90 is still pretty good, but 95, you can get 95 adherence with a little bit of here and there, but still being consistent, then you'll be fine. Okay, 95% adherence, not 100% adherence. Remember that. And then the third rule is the rule of consistency. This one's very simple. It's better to be consistent than be perfect, okay? Because you can take perfect, you know, you can have perfect inaction just the same way that you can have imperfect action, okay? The imperfect action is always going to be there because it's consistency over time. So the rule of consistency dictates that as long as you're consistent with your nutrition, hitting the right things, doing the right kind of plan, eating the right foods, and doing that so consistently while still fueling for your sport, you'll be fine. You don't have to be perfect, okay? Consistency over perfection. So 80-20 rule, 95% adherence rule, and the rule of consistency. Apply those three rules, and you'll find you can manage your perfectionism a little better so you can actually overcome the actual obstacles that perfectionism leads to rather than just trying to juggle the pros and the cons of being a perfectionist as an athlete. Hope that helps you, okay? Really hope that helps you. It's something that's helped me and it's helped my, my clients who are perfectionists as well. So yes, perfectionism for most athletes is a double-edged sword when it comes to nutrition, okay? That's just a fact. It's not a necessity. It is a double-edged sword. And even just for the simple fact that food should be adaptable and lifestyle-focused too, okay? Your food shouldn't just be a rigid thing that you put into your lifestyle and you're trying to make things fit. No, your nutrition has to fit your lifestyle, not your lifestyle fitting your nutrition. Hope that makes sense. Now, of course, if you want to talk to me about this, if this is something that you're suffering from and you just find that you just can't get the right direction, well, reach out to me, okay? In the show notes below, alexa at theclimbingdietitian.com.au. My email, just send me an email there or just go to Instagram, search for The Climbing Dietitian, slide into my DMs, just be like, yo, Alexa, help me out and I'll help you out. Okay, so I hope this has all been helpful for you. I really wanted to talk about this today because I find a lot of times what can lead athletes astray when it comes to nutrition is the fact that they feel like they can't be perfect with it. Well, in actual fact, you don't need to be perfect. Hope that gives you some relief and hope that gives you an excuse to focus more on consistency and enjoying the process rather than fixating on it and overwhelming yourself. Okay, so really hope this has been helpful. Hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. 
Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free, valuable content. So, yeah, please check it out, guys. And, yeah, until next time, thank you.